Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And now, a special edition of Ken and Curtis on Army-Navy Saturday. Presented by Mass Fallen Heroes and Jefferson's Bourbon. Live from the heart at Patriot Place, it's WEEI's America's Broadcast. Here are your hosts, Ken and Curtis. Made it, just arrived. He is in a good mood. He skirted many layers of security here at Gillette, just outside the Harp at Patriot Place. How are you, Curtis? Ken, every time you take a picture of us, I'm reminded of how much this industry ages both of us. <laughs> Holy God. Uh, but beautiful, I would say perfect day. This is perfect. In Fox, bro. I have never been anywhere near an Army Navy game. And I have always sort of, you know, it's always that great, it's always uh, a, a sort of a dark, gloomy Saturday, you did some Christmas shopping, you get home, and the game's on. It's not something you seek out, you know, every year. But It's normally in Philadelphia, which... Right, and which is one of the worst cities on the planet. It. Right. Um, and some notes on my way in from Boston. Uh, number one, the easiest way to detect a mass hole I have ever experienced. So, you take 95 to Route 1... And all of these cars from Maryland, D.C., you know, all over America are in the far right lane, orderly waiting to exit 95, merge with Route 1, and head to the stadium. And then, like, there's a Subaru, and then there's the Corolla, then there's this, you know, GMC mass hole just cutting in right at the last second. (laughs) And everybody just peacefully waits, waiting and using the orderly military approach. Also, if you're going to the game today, and I'm jealous... Leave now. Uh, I well, Griffin and I were here at 0800. Oh, what took you so long? Okay, well, the broadcast is 10. And uh, 0800, God. Uh, first stolen Valor by uh, Laird at a uh, 10.03. <laughs> but the it, it is, I mean, there's a lot of very important people here. They would just periodic, periodically just stop the flow of traffic. It is, I would put, this, is, this feels like a fortress right now, right here. Well, it so, is, and they don't let you in. Where you park, I mean, there are no vehicles that get up from the from the uh, parking areas. Correct. So uh, I have had the privilege of broadcasting at World Series in St. Louis, been to four uh, Radio Row Super Bowl events. We did the, I mean, who could forget, you know, Fort Myers spring training. <laughs> uh this is as, Not to mention the road shows. All the road shows. But, I mean, in terms of uh, meaning and yep. significance, nothing comes close to Army-Navy. And I, 
I was in D.C. for Thanksgiving, and I'm walking with James in the mall, and you're looking up at the Capitol building, you're looking out to the Washington Memorial, and you see the people here, of all the places to be able to have a family, of all the places to have the privilege of living, and it's because of the people that make this game what it is. And people today that enlist or apply for the Naval Academy or you know go to West Point, they know that they're likely going to war. Like when in the things ni- are escalating. Things are escalating. This is not exactly a peacetime. In, I mean, it seems like every week there's a new conflict in the world. And yeah. all these people who, if you get into the Naval Academy, if you get into West Point, you have your pick of the litter. You are you have to have I think a senator recommend you to get into the school. So odds are you got into Stanford and you know Michigan as well. And so to choose to go to one of these two academies, understanding what's going on in the world is a next-level uh, bit of courage and, and uh, dedication and service that I don't think is very common these days. No, and it's very cool to see the reunion atmosphere for both you know, the, the Army and the Navy here last night, all through Boston. Obviously, they chose the 250th anniversary of the Tea Party as a time to come up here. I think they're going to branch out more every fifth year or so. The game now moves to a different region, but this is only the third time it's been outside the mid-Atlantic period, so this is just a, a, rare, a rare occurrence for something that's been going on for 120, 124 years. And uh, Dan Magoon, who's the uh, co-founder of uh, Mass Fallen Heroes, one of our sponsors today, was, was talking about you know that yesterday, just the ability to get people here at one place. It's obviously a great recruiting uh, sales pitch for both the Army and the Navy, but it just connects families. It connects all these people that have gone through who knows what in their various uh, uh, branches of service and right. their lives, and uh, it's it's a bonding thing. So it's really cool to watch it from afar as a civilian. Right, and what we talked about it, I think, was the Saturday of uh, Veterans Day uh, weekend where uh, we had had the lunch at 110 Grill in, um, was it Methuen? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Malden. Malden. And uh, the... The, the the best part of those lunches is not that, you know, it's free for us. <laughs> it's that you see the vets and those that served immediately connect with people they had never met, but through their own experience and, you know, you were in Iraq, or you were in Afghanistan, you were in Vietnam, whatever, people that, even we had two people from Korea, the Korean War. Uh, but it, it is such a cool camaraderie that really only exists with people that, you know, I heard yesterday with... Uh, Fourier and Jones, the, there were two, uh, one, I don't know, they were both from Navy or Army, but there was people who were doing the marathon. The marathon run from, of the ball, yeah. Right. And it's just, there's just a, a language that I'll, that we don't understand and, and that they do, but it is it is the coolest thing. And it's always the best to see the, the march of the, the, the midshipmen and the cadets into the stadium. That starts at 1210 today, the march oh, we'll see that of, the, here. of the brigade of the midshipmen. Yeah, the Corps of Cadets. You want to set the scene of where we are here on the lanai? So we are standing or sitting here at the Harp, which formerly was CBS scene, if you haven't been down here in a while. Uh, and we are looking directly out at the Tom Brady Hall of Fame. And to our right is a <laughs> Tom Brady. brand new... Uh, lighthouse. I don't know if you heard about it. And behind the lighthouse is a video board that got some pub. But we are overlooking the main entrance. There are there's a uh, Humvee that looks loaded right now. Why did you take a picture of that and post it and, and say it was shine? That well, was I not mean, nice. Well, he's he's a tank, and um, and we are. I cannot say that there could have been a. I mean, this is the best possible weather day yeah. for December 9th in Foxborough, which feels about 50 degrees. Sunny skies. We see right into the entryway into Gillette Stadium. Just heard the uh, 
the first trial run of the uh, national anthem. Everything seems seems to be a go, and I would say it is probably one of the more secure places on the planet right now. There is enough military, police, and uh, weaponry to stop any militia from attacking. Yeah, and the Harp is, by the way, open to the public today, one of the few places here that is not rented out. So if you're lucky enough to have a ticket and coming uh, down here, stop on by the Harp right at, uh, as you say, the top of the stairs overlooking Gillette. And if you're coming here and you haven't, I guess if you if, if this is something you do every year, you go to Army-Navy, then it's probably like this and the traffic is you're used to it. There's a lot of people that look like this is not their first time. But if you are here, just sort of going with your dad or with your kid or whatever, I would highly, highly recommend maybe a drop-off by the Papaginos. I'm serious. If if you're looking to get here and get parked, it is an ordeal. I would leave now, or I would try and figure out a way to get a ride and and walk up about a mile on uh, Route 1 because it is incredibly packed. The parking is available. If you can get to Route 1, it's 60 bucks a car to, to park, just like Patriots games, but... Getting there right now seemed to be a bit of a hassle. Cost of the ticket a little higher than the last Patriots home game. Oh, my God. Well, but that makes sense because if you figure how many people, how many seats are occupied by the people in the military, the dignitaries. I mean, you're talking, I don't know how big are the both of the, uh, good, good how many midshipmen, midshipmen and cadets are going to be here alone, like 10,000? I would have, I would think at least. So then you're already cutting it down to 50,000 in terms yeah. of the, the capacity and then... It's going to be a uh, jammed place, but yeah, Jonathan Kraft said it is as high a demand as they've ever seen when it comes to a game at Gillette Stadium. And I do find it interesting, you know, the Belichick connection to the Naval Academy. He's here today, and he's uh, going on college game day, and he, uh, you know, by all accounts was uh, studying Navy game film uh, in the womb, you know, was his dad, was an assistant and long-time did you scout. See, did you see the uh, the locker room scene that they posted after their win in uh, Pittsburgh? I did. So Joe Cardona said, you know, got one more to go, and Bill Turner has to get one down, one to go this weekend. So both of them are uh, all in on the uh, the Naval Academy winning today. And might I say it's very odd. It's kind of unnerving. You have been uh, pounding Belichick for, you know, basically since Brady left, but it's really ramped up this year. You two have gone head-to-head, toe-to-toe in your Monday interviews on the Greg Hill Show. Yep. But you were the first, I think, to notice a different pep in his step after the loss, even before the win in Pittsburgh. And you were sort of outright predicting he's going to stay. And I am, am I correct that you kind of endorse it? No. You're back on Bill staying. No. I, here's what I said, and I mean it. I've worked with people that have checked out. His name rhymes with Dennis. And <laughs> I, 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 he had a run out, unfortunately, for John. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're counting down the days left in your contract and doing birthdays, it's kind of a scene for, sign for everybody else. But fair point. The, what we see with Bill every week is a guy, or what I noticed with Bill, so the Patriots lose to the Chargers here. It was as dead as it, I mean, it was the nadir. It was, this stadium was dead. It was half full at the kickoff. The team couldn't score a point. Second shutout loss in one season. And we get here, and it's a dreary Monday morning. We get in at 7.30. Bill comes in with Bears and sits down, and the the backup that I noticed, a guy that was frustrated, that was not, he hadn't quit on the season, and he hadn't quit on making things right here. And we had all heard this this just steady drumbeat of he's done, he's leaving. The you know Mike Vrabel, Gerard Mayo. It was we were already you know measuring the the, the windows for for the drapes right. for the new guy to come in. And when I saw that from Bill, I just the Dan Orlovsky side of the conversation was null and void. That. Bill does that not the deal have, was in place. That he has a deal in place. You just don't act that way if you're Bill Belichick 
after that loss when the season's clearly over, they're not going to the playoffs. Well, theoretically, he could still have a deal in place elsewhere and just be reinvigorated to start his new gig and get out of here on a good note. I, Bill Belichick that we spoke to that Monday is someone that is not done yet here. He may be told it's done, time to be done. He may be fired. But the thought that he was going to, you know, just sort of quietly go off into the night was something that I just didn't expect. And if I'm Robert Kraft, I go in a new direction. I do. I mean, that, that's that's what I would do. But everything I've heard since that Monday, since we started talking about this new bill, is Brett Breer saying Bill Belichick planning like he's going to be here next year, engaged in the scouting process, doing everything he would have been doing in years prior. But interesting to note, considering the, co- the conversation surrounding his future, you have the performance Thursday night with Bailey Zappi. Bill Belichick has the easy Mac Jones, you know, Kevlar vest that you forced this guy upon me. He sucked. He ruined the season. And by the way, he may have kept that Kevlar vest on purposely a little while longer. I heard you say that, and I like that theory. I th- why not? I mean, yep. if, if, if you want to force me to do this, and Zappi's performance against the Chargers, while I thought it was better than what Mac had done, they didn't score. The first half, that pass to Hunter Henry against the Steelers, I, I just don't – there are so many questions I have <laughs> about how Mac maintained the starting job for so long. I don't understand it. I get it. I get the Belichick part where we got to have the guy here. Robert, you wanted him. You got him. You know, it's an easy way to, to explain away a lost season. But how bad must Zappi have been in practice? Because everybody apparently hates Mac, correct? Mm, he must have a couple guys still okay. in his corner. But, you know, do you believe the Andrew Callahan story now? Yeah, of course. Okay, so he doesn't have a lot of friends. Clearly the head coach isn't a friend. Yeah. Billy O'Brien seems to be engaged with, with, with Zappi. Who was the one saying we need Mac? Cl- I mean, if you're Gasecki and he's gyrating like a, a, a Neanderthal <laughs> when he overthrows you, when he's making pa- bad pass after bad pass, Wiggy said yesterday he would have Yeah, but I heard him. you say that yesterday, and that was Brady did that every week, and you loved it. I mean, yeah. gyration. Brady was Mr. Gyration. Okay. So I, What I, is hard for you to understand? Tom Brady won six Super Bowls here. Well, right. But he was you passionate. Know? You you appreciated his passion. Mac was passionate. It just didn't quite just didn't quite land in the wind column. Okay, well that's like saying Joe Torre can run on the field and yell get, with an ump and get tossed, and Ron Renicky can. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> well, I know uh, it's going to be a tough day for me to dodge uh, some of my takes from the year. Danny from Quincy wanted. I'm going to give him credit. Mentioning Danny in the first segment. Two weeks ago, you weren't here. I was on the show. You weren't. And Danny wanted Zappy in, and I said, why? What's the point? What are we going to see from this guy? What? And then last week, it seemed uh, that was, um, you know, it, he did nothing. But then in, in game two, he uh, has a great first half. But, but so. the thing with game one that everybody misses is that they were in that game because they didn't pee down their leg on offense. <laughs> okay, but they scored zero. I, I, I'm in full agreement. But... What the reason why Mac was a disaster wasn't because they didn't put up points; it's because he scored points against his own team. Mm. All right, we are here at the Harp at Patriot Place, open to the public here on this 124th Army Navy Saturday. WEI's America's broadcast, brought to you in part by Mass Fallen Heroes and by Jefferson's Bourbon. Come on down and see the show here until two o'clock. Our Mike Catlick will be our first guest today. 
10.45. He is down here taking pictures inside the stadium. Can we relive some of Cadillac's glowing praise from training camp about the new revamped <laughs> offense? <laughs> uh, I would enjoy that. He'll be, he'll be around later this hour. And uh, many, I, I, I don't know, you will recognize, I'm sure, the four stars that are here, I'm hoping. Because there are like you know significant people here, so you have General to... Betrayus here, <laughs> and so we'll try to get some of those uh, gentlemen on. Joe Braverman ready to trend right now. The Rich Keith Show weeknights starting at six. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, last night the Celtics remained undefeated at home. They win one thirty three one twenty three over the Knicks. Derek White led the way with thirty points, only the second time in his career. With 30 or more, Jason Tatum put in 25. Kristaps Porzingis returned to the lineup after missing four games. He put in 21. Big story, though, was Jalen Brown suffering his first career ejection in the fourth quarter. He talked after the game, trying to defend himself from his first career ejection. I always thought my first career ejection would be something a little more exciting. You know, maybe a tussle with some, you know, guys get folded up, go to the ground, not some over-emotional ref who had a bad day. Like... Uh, I'm most upset about is I should have got my money's worth. Seas will continue their homestand with two straight games versus the Cleveland Cavaliers beginning on Tuesday. Staying in the NBA, the first NBA in-season tournament champions will be crowned tonight as the Pacers will face the Lakers from Las Vegas. Bruins have a matinee matchup at the Garden this afternoon against the Coyotes. Coach Jim Montgomery said he's hopeful that Charlie McAvoy will be able to play after leaving Thursday's loss with an upper body injury. Puck drop is set for 1 p.m. No free agency moves from the Red Sox, but they did make another trade, acquiring outfielder Tyler O'Neill from the St. Louis Cardinals for right-handers Nick Robertson and Victor Santos. Patriots made a roster move a day after defeating the Steelers on Thursday Night Football. The team has waived running back Ty Montgomery. According to Mike Reese, there is an opportunity for him to make the practice squad. To fill his spot, the team has claimed linebacker Christian Ellis off of waivers from the Eagles. And the Commander-in-Chief's trophy is on the line today at Gillette Stadium as Army takes on Navy. We'll have Westwood One's coverage of that game right here on 93.7 WEI-FM beginning at 2 p.m. following Ken and Curtis. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy, throwing, caught, Henry, touchdown, whoa. So Henry, who scored the prior touchdown, went into the medical tent for just a moment, comes back and scores again. All it took was one game, Curtis. A couple highlights here and there, people are back in. Even you are entertaining the idea of Bill Belichick sticking around. As we broadcast here, America's broadcast at the Harp at Patriot Place. It is Ken and Curtis on the scene. Ken Laird here. My friend Chris Curtis here as well. Missing the big uh, Greg Hill uh, 5K today. 
yeah. for this pageantry, which is a good trade in my opinion. Yeah, hopefully Shine finishes by Monday. <laughs> and we've got some uh, members of both sides here already today. A, a Navy man to our right of some repute. He's predicting a Navy win today. Yeah, I'm I, not going to argue with that. Everybody that says, when it, if it's a Navy man, I say, yeah, they're going to win. If the <laughs> Army, I say, yeah, you got them. Go, go get them. But, no, it's an uh, unbelievable scene. Awesome. I was down yesterday. Obviously, we were here. Hopped in the pro shop. And uh, interesting, though, it is still Mac everywhere. I mean, if there's anybody that's got an investment in the guy succeeding, I mean, Kraft. Well, why aren't they over- showing him then? God, he's been erased from existence on the broadcast. I mean, literally, the only Patriots jersey I could find anywhere was Mac Jones, number 10. Ten, they had the they like cut the, off the they, zero. They, they had the camouflaged. So maybe that's what he's wearing. <laughs> camouflaged Mac Jones jerseys are all the rage because he like blends into the sideline. But it is. Don't a, you have a little sympathy for the way he's none it went down? zero really zero. He is a total dink. No, he is not. What he's he's. I thought I give him credit for the way he's handled himself this year through through all this. Ken, it's not been a good year. Joe, he, Joe, he's rattled. Braverman, do he me had a, the yips. Do me a favor, Joe. In GHS Daily, there is Washburn. With Mac Jones after the comeback win against the Bills, let me know when you have it. That is all you what, need to know about the guy. The praising of Bill O'Brien? It's not him. It's that they finally played the called well, the plays he right. He wanted. Maybe he was right. He sucks, Ken. Well, he, he's, he's awful. He doesn't have it currently. He, he was good. As I, I still think it's in there. I'm with Orlovsky. He'll be a starter somewhere else next you year. You thought he was better than Brady? Okay. Well, he still could be. <laughs> Brady wasn't Brady, as we've heard on the 03 lookbacks. How, how many a lot Mac- of low-scoring games in 03. Uh, 03 lookbacks, right. How many Mac Jones um, starts over under set at half with the Patriots going forward? Oh, what do you, what do you mean? He's done here. He, okay. He's gone. So, he's, you know, as I say, you can't even find him. You want to go back over the Patriots' first-round picks? I don't. I mean, it is. If you're looking for any reason why they are where they are, it begins with Sony Michel, Isaiah Wynn. And hey, they won a Super Bowl with those guys. Right. They won a Super Bowl with Matt Chatham three times. Do you think it was because of him? <laughs> Do you want to break down Tyler O'Neill at any point today? Not really. I, I, it's I, a little sad. Turner is, is gone. One, is he the one that started married with children? Justin Turner is no longer. They have uh, decided to move on to Tyler O'Neill. Yeah, he had too much of a personality, and people could relate to him. We'll get to that later. All right, back to the calls. Well, we'll start with the calls. 617-779-7937. Matt in the car here to kick us off on Army-Navy Saturday. Hi, Matt. What's going on, guys? First of all, I appreciate the service for all our veterans out there. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who I root for, Army and Navy, but Bill Belichick was the reason I called. Everybody's beating the drum to get rid of Belichick. Who are we going to get? There's no great coaches out there. There's guys getting fired left and right. I don't see any of these teams with lines of uh, coaches in the queue. Oh, this guy's going to be up next. He's going to be great. It seems like a plethora of morons. We have one of the best. Why, well, why, are, they, rid why of- are they 3-10? and 10? Bill Belichick, the GM, absolutely stinks. So then, he's do you the think he's GM not in the history of the game? So you think he'll acquiesce and he'll just say, "Okay, you got it. I'm not going to be the GM anymore." No, I think that he's going to. I think that they're going to quietly behind the scenes say, "This is who we're going to draft, Bill, and you're going to coach the team." And I think he would acquiesce. He's got his kids here. He's got his yeah. home here. He needs two more seasons. Well, your overall point is a good Great one, Matt. Great show, I mean, by the way, guys. There are a Thank lot of you bad, very much. Thank you, Matt. There are a lot of bad coaches out there, including Mike Tomlin, who's yep. gonna, gonna, probably going to get fired. What, what, what grade would you give Bill Belichick the coach the last couple of years? <sighs> oh, boy. As the coach, he, I mean, if you give him the defense, they've been consistent. I'm, no, I'm just the coach. You can't pick. But, but they've, you know, last year they were a comedy of errors in terms of penalties and uh, even special teams. I mean, they and, tried to with Tavai. We love Tavai, but he got <laughs> 
bailed out by a ref? Yeah. Uh, no, I think he gets a C at best as a coach. Right. So, I mean. So why not, it, why not give Mayo a chance if he's the guy that's behind the defense on game days and that's the best thriving unit of this mess of a four-year span? Right. Wouldn't that be the internal candidate, the easiest uh, choice? Yeah. I would say uh, in, 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 in order of likelihood, I would put Gerard Mayo head coach next year most likely. Bill Belichick, second most likely, and then some, like, random, I guess, Vrabel third. So it would go Mayo, Belichick, Vrabel in order of most likely to happen. And the everybody calls with that same thing. Robert Kraft pays Bill Belichick the highest salary of any coach in American team sports. He sits wherever he sits today, and he says, so I couldn't get someone to lose 10 games for $5 million? Why am I paying $25 million? <laughs> And so... I, we all want to go back and, 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 and revisit these unbelievable years where the Patriots, you know, were, spite, were snapping the ball intentionally off the uprights in, in Mile High Stadium to beat the Broncos on Monday Night Football. It's just not there anymore. Game day. Did you see him losing his mind about the J.C. Jackson pass interference? I know. It like, was, but, but, but that but, happens but often, Ken. That happens. That, what was the game? Was it the Dolphins where they had the clear helmet-to-helmet hit and he's going batch? But you know how that is. That's like a college basketball coach. You, maybe you just need to work the refs so often every game to just get. But, but get did them you on ever your side. see him so um, irrationally irritated at the right. wrong things? Yeah, I mean that's true. Age. Like, by the kid. Like <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I love my dad and my my mom, but like they get mad about random things these days. You know, yeah. when you hit your seventies, it's just sort of like you know you flip out about like. Putting the, 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 the tomato cans in the wrong place. Okay, but you say that, but Jones phrased this perfectly yesterday. If Kraft wanted an excuse to not fire Bill, he has it this week. With the win Thursday, people are back in. Bill's reengaged, reinvigorated. You saw it yourself Monday. And then the Army-Navy game here this weekend where Bill is in his glory around this game okay. that he grew up with, around well, the academy. What the hell does the Army-Navy game have to do with Bill Belichick? Because his he's job? on display, he's on college game day, and, you, and all the history of Bill... The mystique of Bill as the greatest coach of all time is on display for the world. Yeah. So it's easy to see that and say, why would we get rid of this guy for an unknown? Yeah, I would just say that what that represents is how the organization lost its way and made things more about their own ego and serving their masters instead of winning a championship. Because nobody listening to us right now gives a damn that Belichick's on game day. Well, why would they care? But di didn't you feel yesterday a different vibe that Ken, we haven't felt all year? Ken, I was the one that brought up the vibe after I, they lost to the I'm Chargers. Saying. I'm talking Even to, you. No, but here's the, the hater of haters. I'm not a hater. I'm just honest. I, here's, the, here's the deal. Bill Belichick does not want to leave here. He doesn't want to get fired a second time. He and wants, Kraft doesn't really want to fire him. He, right. I don't believe so that. So I agree that, that both sides are looking for a reason to hang on, not yep. a reason to cut the cord. Right. However... And one win in Pittsburgh is all it took. Thank you, Matt. Uh, we got our own our uh, vet here, yeah, Matt he Houston, the man. Paratrooper of some repute himself, yeah. one of our sales guys. Toughest guy at, this, at the company by far. <laughs> uh, not exactly a very big compliment. But um, the uh, they neither wants to cut the cord, but both would be better served without the other. Both would be better served. But you, we, had, we took one caller saying you're not. They're not. They're better off staying together. Okay, that caller had a, had a theory that is not practical in nature. Very nice gentleman, good taste in radio. He said that Bill's going to stay and he'll acquiesce to losing those jobs. He will not. So what's the option? Because well, you can't keep Bill, the guy who's, who's the GM. And, I, and here's where Wiggy's right. 
He says that Bill needs to go somewhere where it's turnkey. Yeah, because he can't build it. He has to go a place where it's ready to win right now. Well, maybe they found the guy. Is Zappy the future? Ken. Just tr- you love him. I love him because he's not Mac. Okay, well. I loved Michael Bishop, too. Here we go, back to the calls. And here's another seat, Spencer in Maine. Keep Zappy. Oh, we need to find the guy in Maine that owes $100 to the Greg Hill Foundation who said that the Patriots would win the division. Was that you, Spencer? <laughs> no, but Curtis, I was there. I was at that thing with the... Was that in Old Orchard Beach? When yes. I, I can't remember, but yeah, I remember you guys talking about it. Oh my God, what a swing of the myth. Yeah. Um, yeah, two things. Yeah, two things. One, Curtis, get. I need you to take victory laps on Ken all day. He, he's still, you're still on the island, Ken, aren't you? <laughs> well, I just feel bad for the way Mac was treated, oh, and that's why uh, I lost in uh, this whole thing. He was done dirty. No, he wasn't. He was surrounded by garbage. Patricia was doing a guy dirty. Come on, let's admit. Patricia that, did a better job than this I, offense. Yeah, well, not, I, not if you I listen to people it. by I, Thursday. Spencer. Go ahead, Spencer. Ken, Curtis, Curtis you, don't, don't you love when you ask the yes or no question to Ken and then it just yeah. goes sideways from the Oh, my God. Do you okay. think anyway, Mac Jones was, I, was I like dealt watching, a good hand? I feel like I'm watching Ken's hero on Meet the Press. You think Mac came into a good situation? Yeah. Uh, yes. The, Curtis, you say he's the best coach in NFL history. Yeah, but he's lost his way okay. with this offense. Go ahead, Spencer. Curtis, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a hypothetical, Curtis, and I think you'll agree because I love your Marcus Mar- Mar- Harrison uh, first pick. Let's just say hypothetically, Zappy, you know, continues to play well. We maybe win a couple more games, but he's showing promise. I could see he, you know, obviously Max shipped that, you know, shipped somewhere. He's a backup somewhere. Maybe he doesn't even clear. I don't even know. But we could keep Zappy if he plays well. Go with Marvin Harrison Jr. and then you, you know, possibly take up I think another receiver or something else, maybe a, a different tight end, something like that. What do you think? I think Ken's going to lose his mind, but I think Curtis will get, you know, get behind me on this. Yeah. So there's, up. see, there it is. We've had two calls: one well, to keep Bill and one to keep Zappy. Well, here's Zappy's what I'll say. the future. Uh, they're definitely going to keep Zappy. He's making four hundred thousand dollars. Right. And keep him as a starter. He's right. different from the draft guy. That's Laird money. And what I would also say. That I I was in a very uh, in-depth uh, text thread with my buddies from high school, who all were enraged that I said take Marvin Harrison. Right. I am so secure in that it is not the, the hardest commodity to find in the NFL right now is a elite elite wide receiver. Oh really? Yes. How many subpar quarterbacks have won Super Bowls in the last twenty years? You bring this up all the time. Well, how how do we know that the wide receiver is not going to make the quarterback look good? Do you think two is subpar? Uh, yes. Okay, well, he's well, been he's, made he's par. Be, he's been, right, okay. How many par quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl? It's difficult exactly. when, when Brady won half of them. There's not a lot of Super Bowls to win the last 20 years. Right, so, I mean, Miami is far from being a championship team here. Right now, they're the favorite to win the AFC. Uh, Damn it, with faint praise. I mean, God. Okay, but so Tua could win a Super Bowl. I don't see it. You don't see Tua having any shot of winning a Super Bowl. Um, he's got an outside shot. Okay, what, what, are the, what are the odds that a top-five quarterback wins the Super Bowl for the team he was drafted by? Um... 50-50. Uh, uh, 50-50. There's been one. <laughs> Eli Manning, the only one in the last 25 years. And he, no, he wasn't even drafted by the Giants. He was drafted by the uh, Chargers. Who was the guy before him? But yeah, I, I don't like top five. I mean, Mahomes should be included as an elite quarterback. No, but that's why it's such a crapshoot. You have a lot more Mariotas and Blake Bortles than you do have Peyton Manning and, and, and um, you know, Matt just Stafford. First round. Just, I mean, take a first-round quarterback. They could trade back and take a quarterback. I'd be fine with that. Okay. But take but, the quarterback. But that if you trade back, then you take Marvin Harrison. No, what I would do is I would take Marvin Harrison at three, two, whatever they end up at, and then I would trade, trade back, back in into the first round. to the first round to get a quarterback. For who? Because the Chiefs weren't sitting there at 10. They traded up to get Mahomes. Bo Nix, Michael Penix. 
By the way, worst draft pick, like we always do. Who are the two guys taken before Jordan? It was, um, oh, my God, Worthy? No. Who, no, God. Who are the two two NBA players before Jordan? He went third. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I hate my brain dissipating. Mine, too. But, That's uh, embarrassing. Uh, the, the Trubisky at two for the Bears. Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie. Uh, and Akeem. Trubisky at two may be the worst pick in NFL history. Considering what was there, <laughs> the next guy was yeah. sitting there. Trey Lance is pretty bad in recent memory. But, but who, was, who was there around him? I know, but they gave up everything to go up and get him. But they, that's another reason to tell you that, they, that you can do that and still succeed if you spend. By the way, did you read that Reese retrospective this week about how the Patriots landed where they are before the Thursday night game? No. There was that quote from Bill in 2020 saying we sold out and we went all in. Right. Three years later, that thing is aged like $5 wine. Yeah. I mean. You want to keep Bill now. What are you talking about? I don't want to keep Bill. I, I said he wants to keep his job. Let's go to Sorja and Mansfield. Good morning, Sorja. What's going on, guys? How are you? Good. How are you? You guys are in my backyard. I'd love to come see you guys. I'm sure that if I go there, that's traffic. I might not be able to get back. Yeah. Just walk here if you're that close. The harp is wide open. <laughs> yep. Leave yesterday. Points here. So, you know, I first of all, I just wanted to give you guys a quick shout-out for yesterday. I thought the uh, uh, carousel of hosts yesterday was just such an awesome experience to listen to. And what I want to – the point this win was huge because, Ken, I totally get what you're saying about this Army-Navy game. Yeah. Think about and that broadcast was actually – the, the, the idea, uh, Sorge, <laughs> to mix up the host was mine. So thanks. <laughs> it was not. Good. <laughs> Carry on. You grumbled at being down here for an extra hour of work. You grumbled for two weeks. Well, it was two I make hours. any decision, and it's followed oh, by Curtis God. grumbling for two weeks, okay. no matter I, what it I is. I said it once. You're sensitive, my lord. Go ahead. So, yeah, I was going to say, like, Ken, like, as you were saying, think about Bill loses this game with Zappy. Then he has to go on college uh, game day. You know they're going to grill him, right? Now he's going in with the good vibe, right? Right. And I think there's a big difference between whether we want to keep Bill or whether he's going to actually stay. I think I toss and turn like every day like everyone else, and I just think he's going to stay because I just don't see him leaving because I just, for Bill, for example, he's a smart guy. I don't think he sees any other opportunity. I think there will be teams that kind of, um, try to kind of bring him in. I think yesterday on the Greg Hill Show, award-winning show, uh, you guys were saying that I think for um, um, one of the coaches, I'm blanking on his name, but I think it was like two rounds and two first-round picks and two second-round picks to Sean bring him, Payton. Bring him Sean in. Payton. Yeah, no, it's a good point, Serge. I mean, that, that of anything to a- appeal to Kraft, which I, I still don't think I could see it happening, him firing Bill, but he might trade him if the – Group of picks is uh, wait. Last week you said it was over. Now, now you don't think you could. You I don't could... think he'll fire him. That's what I'm saying. So you think it'll be, but, the, but a I... trade is possible if Bill acquiesces. What is it called? But Bill conscious has to agree uncoupling. To it. What do they call yeah, it? Yeah, conscious uncoupling. Uh, yeah, I. Robert Kraft trading for a first round pick would be perfect, right? Yep, because that's the perfect scenario. You traded a first to get him. You win six Super Bowls. You trade a first to say goodbye. It'd be like the uh, Brandon Cooks trade on uh, steroids. But if Bill says no. Then what? Then you're stuck. you got to ride him out. Right. Bill's leverage is – so I also think that Dan Orlovsky, while he's wrong that Bill is somewhere else or is agreed in principle to do something somewhere else next season, 
Bill is leveraging the fact that other teams want him as a means to retain power within the organization. You would agree to that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all of those things are going on, but I have to say, it was so nice. I forgot what it was like to watch a team, like, actually play (laughs) offense. And by the way, you were on Mac Island for most of the year with Greg. And now you're, like, openly rooting for Zappi and just trashing. It, what a fraud you are. I'm I not mean, a fraud you, at all. I'm, I'm rooting for the team. You were a fraud for months. Your Mac Jones love was a total ruse. No, no, no. A red herring. My, a lie. My Mac, Jones love had very, news. my Mac Jones love had very little to do with Mac Jones, and it more had disdain for people like Gresh, who loved him. <laughs> well, but I don't know if you, you agreed with Gresh for months. No, I didn't. You did. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Gresh were, and I were never you, on the same you page. You weren't a Mac guy. No, I, I said that. You were on Mac Island. No, I said early in the year the offensive line was awful. and the, the, I stand by the fact that Bill Belichick screwed them. Why wouldn't okay, you? Okay, they did him dirty. You agree with me. Question for you. If they signed DeAndre Hopkins and signed Jacoby Myers and released Devontae Parker, what's their record? They win four games. Oh, I think they win two of those first three. Yeah, I mean, the first one, yes. The drop ball. So you're two and one instead of one and two. Yeah. I mean, the whole season has a different look to it. It could. And and I don't think that Mac Jones is far worse than Bailey Zappi as Thank an you. NFL player. He's not worse. He's just a total He's just wrecked disaster exactly. between the years. We agree. All right, six one seven, seven seven nine, seven ninety three seven. Uh, our friends from Mass Fallen Heroes are here. We'll talk to some of those uh, men, but I think Cadillac's gonna join us next. You think Cadillac has any reporting on this? Or you just want to bash him? You just want to batter him around for his... I just hope he's finally gotten a little more <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. You cover that for the rest of the station. All right, oh, at God. the Harp at Patriot Place, it's America's broadcast. Perfect Here until day. Two, it Absolutely is a perfect gorgeous. Game. You're pulling for Army or Navy? This game is big. Last year they fired the Navy coach. So I don't know why. After, like right after the game at his locker. i losing the game. Ken Niamatomolo? Yes. So I've always liked him because he was on a plane with me once and he seemed nice. Oh, really? So uh, I always rooted for Navy. I always found their – I just like the aesthetic of their uniform better than the uh, ones at West Point. So Bill and I are on the same team. Go okay. Navy, beat Army. We'll be right back. All right, back at the Harvard Patriot Place. It is WEI's America's Broadcast. Ken Laird, Chris Curtis. So, Ken, I don't know if it's like this back in the uh, parts of Pennsylvania where you were reared, Mm -hmm. but one of my favorite Boston traditions is you meet somebody, and within two seconds, six degrees of separation, you know half their family. It's it's well, this, what, what this, Mike Cadillac just did was bordering on creepy. No, but it's true. He's like joining th- us right now, you meet somebody, and odds are you know someone that they knew. There's no other. We were just. I think we're now number eight, eighth eighth market in America. Good job, Ken. <laughs> but that wasn't me. Uh, oh, and, you put your blame me for the feedback. No, no, I'm I'm saying good job. We're now a top eight market. Oh, great. Yes, thank it you. is the smallest big city on the planet. Right. Everybody knows someone who knows someone. Well, Mike Cadillac's our Patriots beat reporter, and he just—we were talking to these. Uh, Except for me, nobody's Tom. like, "Oh, I've never met him." And he just, <laughs> you just, uh, Cadillac said, "Are you married to?" He just shouted out this guy's wife. He's I know. Like, he's what? like, <laughs> I recognize them. It's the social media age. Oh. Come on, man. Are you we know everybody? Do you know Billy Boomboss? Yeah. Freddie Ballgame. We know yeah. Freddie Ballgame. Freddie Ballgame. I love it. Cadillac coming back from the uh, college game day set. Yes. How was it over there? It's awesome. This place is electric. This whole this whole day, it's really cool. I'm not. I'm a college football fan. Army Navy is also obviously, you know, I mean, it's not SEC, it's not Big Ten, but this game itself is like obviously, you know, a legit experience. I'm glad I'm here. It feels good to have a legit, you know, top tier like 
important football game here at Gillette Stadium. We haven't had that in some time. So, mm-hmm. you know, the environment. I'm serious. It's electric. It's good. So I uh, thought the same thing, we, Mike. Yeah. Driving down driving Route in, 1. seeing everybody. It's like it's. It, it reminded feels, me. Yeah. I had feels of the. Uh, one of my. Well, you're too young. But the, uh, the Patriots-Steelers. AFC Divisional Game, 1996 season. It was played in 97. It was a foggy... They had, like, fireworks, and you couldn't even see the other side of the field. Old Foxborough Stadium, but had those feels. I really do miss the feeling of this. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Been there for the week, you know, lead-ups for the four Patriots games that have been on when I've been at EI. This has a feel of what the outside, the sort of the the general je ne sais quoi of a Super Bowl. You have a huge police presence. I mean, it's yeah. like a, a war zone here, obviously, with the there, amount of... I mean, of, there's state uh, police here from New Hampshire, New York. The guy, was, they're, they're pulling them in from all over the place. I mean, I'm serious. I wonder, because the Super Bowl is, is uh, protected by Homeland Security because of its threat. I wonder if this is probably similarly yeah, done. Yeah. So it is a... Uh, but nobody seemed angry. That's the sort of same thing at the Super Bowl. Everybody was just happy to be around it, whereas here it's a very much a uh, unique and... Uh, Cool feeling. It is a big game feel. I know the over under is at twenty seven and a half. So I, I don't know if there's the, good. I already bet the under. You did. I'm on the under. How, so it's hit sixteen of the last seventeen years. Oh, what wow. a total was, mush move that is. It was is. sixteen <laughs> years in a row. Last year the game went to overtime, so it went over. But I'm going back Two to overtimes. the unders. So yeah, I I am very hopeful that it's a uh, at least a a good game. But it is so cool to see they got the people at ESPN down at Bunker Hill in Boston. It's taken over the city. I mean, yeah. all over Boston you see people from Army and West Point. Uh, or Army and uh, the Naval Academy, and it, it is a, a really cool feel. And as I said earlier, if you're just joining us, if you're going to the game, good for you. Leave now. Or no. get a ride and get dropped <laughs> oh, yeah. off at, you know, by the Papaginos on Route 1. Now, Belichick is coming by the game day set at 11.30, you said? Yep, 11.30, Belichick. He's their guest picker. Uh, Robert Kraft should be up there as well at some point, I believe. Uh, they're obviously. Gonna, I don't. I don't know if they're together. That would be interesting. I saw someone. Someone on Twitter said they need to get them on the set together and start asking the hard questions. Oh, yeah. you reminded me of something. So the broadcast the other night. Yes. You had the Al Michaels throw it out there. What if Brady and Bill are on Fox yeah. together? Totally less than one percent chance of happening. I get it. But you know who would who would be the guy that would get that done? It's Robert Kraft. Yeah. Broadcast committee. He's connected with all those networks. What a cool yeah, but no way it happens. There's no way that happens. I know less than one percent. But yeah, that would be yeah, that would be incredible. Even for a game, just one game, like if they do a Super Bowl together on Amazon Prime. Oh, it would be awesome. <laughs> Anybody could be better than Herb Street. God, does he suck? You don't like him? Awful. No, he does a good job, Chris. Come on. In the NFL? Oh no, his NFL is. So oh, far. I like his Herb Street. College football is okay, great. Okay. No, no, no. The, the Thursday night Prime but the broadcast. The Thursday night game is such a like a. A strange broadcast in itself. You got to log in and streaming and the whole thing. And it then feels like it's for an international community too. Like the things yeah. that they describe, it's like they're they're aiming towards an audience that has never seen a football game before. And you can tell Al obviously just kind of went for the bag there because Amazon gave him the most money. But it felt so. He's so much. I miss Al on Sunday night. I was going to say it felt so much more important. Was he went on a he was on a Sunday night football game? You know, it, you know, real prime time. You don't have to log into it. You don't have to stream it. It's just Sunday night football with him. It felt important. This feels. Obviously, a lot more fake with him on there, but you know he's uh, he's, he's the best, right? Yeah. Al Michaels, most most accomplished broadcaster. Mm. Going back, you still got, living? Just I guess of my my generation, you go back to the Miracle on Ice. He calls that game at Lake Placid. Calls World Series. Yeah. Calls Super Bowls with Madden, with Collinsworth. Does Monday night? Does Sunday night? I mean, the only thing I don't think he's done is basketball. I have a I have a soft spot for Joe Buck as a broadcaster. I like Buck. He's I, called a lot of important games, especially around here, World Series, Super Bowls with the Patriots involved. So I like Buck. I, I have a I have a soft spot for him. But speaking of soft spots, officially lunacy. 
Do you think Buck Buck and Aikman's broadcast of Super Bowl Fifty One was the perfect broadcast? Do you think Kraft gets swept up in this nostalgia for Bill here at the Army Navy game Thursday? A rare win, some praise being uh, heaped down on Belichick again. There's you know few good options out there to replace him. It appears. uh, do you think he is looking for an excuse to keep him, and this was one? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, look, they're lucky they won on Thursday night because if they come in here as a loss, the environment, I feel like it would be it – would, it would feel a little bit different, you know, coming in here after a Patriots loss, going to 2-11. and 11. So, you know, they win that game. Belichick's obviously front and center for this thing. Um, you're right as far as trying to find excuses to keep him around. I feel like they're going to try and find whatever they can. Um, and e- even myself looking at it, you know, I've been, I've been calling for and kind of saying that Belichick should have been done, you know, after those two blowouts to Dallas and the Saints. It just it didn't feel like he was getting through. It didn't feel like his message was there. But even after Thursday night's win in in, uh, in Pittsburgh, now I'm kind of thinking like, okay, you know, there's something there. You see the locker room videos. Did you see, did you see the video with Zappy when he get went and gave you know the big bro we hug to Bill O'Brien and then he goes over to Belichick? He's like, good game, sir. That was that was weird. But um, I don't know. Maybe there's still something there. Um, but I don't want him heading up the personnel department. Okay, I don't but want we, him so then he's not back. Like, I know that's the thing. That's what I keep going back to. If they come to him and come to the table this, you know, this uh, this winter and say, "We want you to be our head coach. Right. We have to take away personnel," he's going to say no. Right. Well, Kraft so, already drafted Mac. He could do it again. But that's take like the saying, next quarterback. That's like saying, "Hey, if I can get a ticket for face value, I'll bring you to the game today." Right. Okay. Well, there's nothing for face value. Like you just let's let's live in the real world. We had a caller earlier who said the same thing. Obviously, Bill Belichick can coach defense. But you hope, as Ken said, that through osmosis, that Gerard Mayo has learned enough of that, that he can maintain that level of play. And I need to see some spending. Like, the fact that they said 27th in league spending. Oh, God, here right, we go again. The last three years, and then they're 31st. And as I said to Bill, not only the 31st, they're $21 million less than the second least spending AFC team in the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. And that's what you see. The product doesn't. You know, that's what the product is. Right, and that's kind of why you, know, you look at the um, you look at the fact that they'll probably have you know a top three to five pick. They're, I don't think they're going to win. They might win one more game against the Jets. Like yeah, Thursday night was great, but they a lot just of momentum going into the Chiefs game. Yeah, they're not can't pull it off. No. All right, but uh, uh, rumor has it Taylor Swift might in fact be here. Yeah. I keep hearing oh, those God. those rumblings. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but we'll get we'll get Coco down here. <laughs> but the I know that they you know whatever they'll end up with three to five wins. The, the team this offseason has so many holes. It's not just a quarterback, right, Chris? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, we were doing Marvin Harrison. I mean, I don't know where you fall on that, but he's a guy who at Ohio State with a middle-of-the-pack quarterback at best in the Big Ten is the best player in college football. So I don't know if that what that means for the NFL, but I am certain that Marvin Harrison will be good in the NFL. I don't know if Drake May is going to be great right. in the NFL. I mean, he might. He might be an all-pro. Who knows? But... There are far more misses in the top five when it comes to quarterback than we want to give it credit for. Yeah, I would agree, but it's also the most important position, bar none, across the entire roster. So you got to take your swings and misses at the top. And you know the the best players, the most you know impactful players. I I do. I look at Caleb Williams, and you know you can say all you want about him sitting in the stands and crying. And, yeah, I don't you know, care about say, that. It, good, because neither do I. It's it's kind of stupid, I think. But right. he's. I don't want to compare him to Patrick Mahomes because you know it's it's impossible to do. It happens when you compare guys to Tom Brady; you just can't do it. But and Peyton Manning cried every week, and we loved him. So. <laughs> there you go, exactly. But no, I look at a guy like Caleb Williams, and I see 
someone who has a skill set similar to a Patrick Mahomes where he can throw it all across the field. He's smart enough to understand defenses. Um, he can make plays with his legs. He improvises. He's not always on schedule. And, you know, that USC, uh, that USC team, obviously their defense stunk this year, but their offense was always legit. I'm pretty sure Caleb ended up uh, leading the league in touchdown passes. So, or the NCAA and, and Lincoln passes. Riley, pretty good offensive coach. Exactly. He's not really been in some, like, you know, old-school college you know, wishbone system. I mean, exactly. it's relatively pro-ready. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I look, and I, I agree, it's it's more than just the quarterback that's, you know, bringing this team down. The entire roster is shot. So, if you do have a top three pick, the two quarterbacks do go, yeah, you, maybe you should take a wide receiver. Maybe you do trade into the first round and grab What a if they take a left tackle? That, <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. You look at the 49ers. I, I know I, I, line plays usually middays on EEI, but Trent Williams is maybe their most valuable player. Yeah. I, I, but I don't see them doing it at the top of the draft. Yeah. I, I do look at a situation, a scenario, and Jeff Howe from The Athletic wrote this the other day where – How does he, Chattanooga's line look this year? Is there any other – He does – or Jeff Howe from The Athletic said that he thinks that Belichick could garner a first-round pick in a trade. Yeah. And now I don't know if Bill will sit there and look at the whole you know circumstance of where he wants to go next and say – say yes to that because then he loses a first-round draft pick on the other side. Right. Um, I don't know what power. Uh, it, coaching trades are weird in that whole thing. But if the Patriots can somehow flip Belichick for a first, then they have a top three pick. You're picking a pick, call it three, pick 15 to 20, and then pick 30, 35. So, like, that's three guys in the top 35 that you can come in and really start to rebuild your roster if you go quarterback, wide receiver, tackle at some point in whatever order. And not to mention you have a 2025 20, seventh you got for Nick Cole you could throw in. <laughs> All right, Catholic's going to try to get an exclusive Bill uh, Robert Kraft one-on-one. Down oh, the yeah, that'll set. Happen, yep. Looking forward to that. Follow him all over social media. Mike Catholic yeah, doing a great day. job this year covering the Patriots beat here on Ken and Curtis. We'll be back. We're here until 2, up until pregame. We've got the call of the game today via Westwood 1, 2 o'clock. Westwood 1, Army-Navy on WEI. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.